Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. We're going to be discussing divorce, remarriage, and blended families for the holidays. This is going to be a series that we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. And so if you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. That's 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We will be opening the phone lines for questions or thoughts you might have. If you have something encouraging that you would like to share with our listeners, maybe you've been divorced and you've been through this uh, trial and tribulation of letting your children, you know, go back and forth between homes, especially during the holidays. Maybe you have an encouraging word for someone that might just be going through that for the first time. So uh, we are happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors for helping support their mission. James Long Real Estate, 4K Land and Cattle, 303 Ranch, The Barn Total Auto Care, Permium Frack Sand, and Walmart. The mission of the Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard Counties, and Texas and the surrounding areas by providing services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. This week on the program, we'll be talking about blended families and the holidays. I look forward to being with you this Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. I will see you then for At Home with Debbie Rule. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. Divorced with children? Well, then you'll never be completely divorced. You and your ex are connected through your children, and you will be throughout life. How? Coordinating schedules, discipline, 
their sicknesses, figuring out how to deal with each other or not at school and extracurricular activities? How about high school and college graduations and weddings? What about the birth of your grandchildren? And even if you think you have completely shut your ex out of your mind and your life, you are still connected through the children, even if measured only by the things that cannot be discussed in front of you or your ex's presence. Your ex is a big elephant in the room. Let's take a sneak peek at that elephant. First, let me express my thoughts on anger. I'm not looking to deny anyone their anger. If you cannot be angry as a result of divorce, when can you be? You should be furious if you discovered your ex had an affair. You should be outraged if you had been abused one way or another. You should be irate if your marriage is now reduced to dollars and cents. You should be livid if you're losing your marriage, your role as a husband and wife, maybe your home, many of your friends and extended family, and you fear that you'll lose your children too. You should be angry, but I ask former partners who are also parents to do something emotionally unnatural. When a marriage ends, or any intimate relationship ends, the natural thing to feel and to do is to be enraged. You scream and you yell, I never want to see you again, and you mean it. That's all fine if you don't have children, but if you do, I urge parting parents to be furious as wounded former partners, but nevertheless to do their, your job, raising your children. You no longer have a relationship to resolve, but you do have a job to do. I have experienced in my years of counseling couples that most divorcing or divorced parents do not try to be friends. Great if you can be friends, you've probably gotten there as a result of a lot of emotional effort together and on your own. But most divorcing or divorced parents, I think, will do a better job parenting and co-parenting if they treat each other like a respected business partner. Your relationship is formal, structured, relatively uninvolved, governed by clear rules of behavior, polite but not overly friendly. You politely return a business call. You do not vent or call late on a Saturday night. How can divorcing parents develop an effective business-like relationship, one that works for them and especially for their children? Well, that's a long, emotional, complex answer. Search for the deeper, more honest emotions that may lie behind your anger. Remember, your children's perspective on their mother and father is different from your perspective of yourself, your ex, and what happened to your marriage. Remember, the holidays are not all about you. Your children deserve their celebrations, even if you feel cheated out of yours. Encourage them to have a blast with their other parent, even if you can't stand the prospect of being alone. Get into the spirit of the season. This is a time of giving and forgiving and for fresh starts. Turn Scrooge's emotional lessons about holidays past, present, and yet to come into New Year's resolutions about letting go of anger and treasuring all that you have despite all that you've lost. Another lesson from the Scrooge, love means far more than money. Your time, attention, and emotional presence are much more important to your children than lavish gifts. You may be short on money, but you can be long on love. The holidays are not a competition with you and your ex and for your children. Teach your children the true meaning of the holidays, not the meaninglessness of materialism. Communicate and coordinate with your children's other parent and brief email, a telephone message, a text. A conversation can ensure that you don't duplicate presents or plan to be back-to-back -back feast for stuffed and confused children. Ten minutes now can save days or weeks of fuming later. 
If communicating with your ex takes more than 10 minutes, you're probably getting into issues better left for another time. Do the details. Work out exactly where your children will be during what times and when, where, and how exchanges will take place. Your children will feel more secure, and all of you will avoid frustration and disappointment. Celebrate with your children's other parent. Consider celebrating part of the holidays together with your children's other parent, especially if your separation is fairly recent. Some people are shocked when divorced families celebrate holidays or birthdays together. Go ahead and shock them. Set up a plan for next year now. If you went through the agony of the 11th hour negotiations, this set up a plan for your now. Everyone will be happier knowing what is coming and avoiding conflict on the eve of the holidays. Plan in advance with your extended family. Work things out in advance with your own extended family too. Whether that means that you say no, spend the holidays a little differently than usual, or ask for the family's understanding and help. Establish traditions with your children. Establish traditions with your children, even new ones that may be a blend of old and new traditions. Don't be afraid of creating new ways to make memories with your children. Your kids may not remember the details of a certain year, but year-in and year-out traditions will stay with them for a lifetime. For many of us, the holidays can feel dark, lonely, and stressful, especially if we're going through or recovering from divorce. Instead of looking forward to the beautiful decorations, the smell of baking pies, holiday songs on the radio, we may feel triggered by sadness. Moving on after divorce doesn't mean we can't enjoy the holidays. In fact, we can make them better than ever before if we remember a few things. In life, there will be trials and tribulations, tragedy and hardship. When a family breaks apart, it can be one of the most devastating events to all who are involved, spouses, children, and extended family. One thing I know is you can always find the strength to move forward. With a positive attitude towards the change you are experiencing and a decision today that life will be what you make of it. Decide you won't allow the negative circumstances keep you from the best that life has to offer. When life hands you lemons, well, you just make lemonade. That's been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. Do you have a wedding or a special event coming up? Esme's Cakes provides custom-designed wedding and groom's cakes as well as special occasion cakes. Their custom cakes are exquisite down to every detail, and your guest will be talking about your cake long after your event is over. Esme's Cakes only uses the finest ingredients and is always baked fresh. Esme's Cakes are made from scratch and decorated to be a reflection of you and your style. So when every detail matters, call Esme's Cakes for your wedding cake or special occasion cake. You'll get superb service, a beautiful cake that not only looks great, but tastes amazing. For your appointment, call Esme's Cakes at 512-629-6416 or visit their Facebook page at Esme's Cakes. Make your wedding or special event unforgettable with a special cake by Esme's Cakes, the unforgettable cake of your lifetime. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are talking about divorce, remarriage, and blended families and the holidays. 
And joining me tonight on the show is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good evening, Rudy. Hi, wonderful wife. Well, it's good to be with you tonight. You know, the holidays, such as Thanksgiving and Christmas, is supposed to be filled with joy. Instead, for many divorced people, it's filled with emotional pain and loneliness. Perhaps you understand because you lie in bed at night and think about the things you used to do before the divorce. Sitting around the table expressing what you're thankful for, carving the turkey, sharing the wishbone with your partner. Hanging the stockings, purchasing Christmas gifts for the kids, and kissing under the mistletoe. Your heart desperately aches, and you wonder what to do with that grief that will only intensify during Thanksgiving and Christmas. Maybe you feel like going to a deserted island during the holidays, but before you hop on the next plane, we have some ideas for you, as a divorced person can do to lessen the emotional pain. Got some ideas for them, huh? Yeah. You know, it's really hard if you're going through that and, you know, the feeling of loneliness and desperation. You know, some parents, it's the first time that they'll be away from their kids ever in their lifetime. And, uh, you know, it's very different for the kids. I think a lot of times when people are getting divorced, they focus on themselves and their hurt or their anger or their feelings of despair or what's been done to them or what hasn't been done to them. And they forget that the children, that there's children involved and that they have feelings as well. Children are caught in the middle. They're caught in the middle, and they don't always understand what's going on. And it's up to the two parents to make sure that those kids have as much stability as they can possibly have. And going back and forth can make a child quite insecure. Well, you know, children in a divorce situation a lot of times provide an anchor and can provide an anchor for both parents. Instead of being so self-focused, you know, I can make this sacrifice for our children. Mm -hmm. I can bite my tongue for our children. I can uh, be happy for my, you know, they're an anchor that keep us from just going absolutely bonkers. Mm -hmm. And so that can help a lot of times. Children deal with uh, divorce. It is so hard on children, and our society uh, doesn't give it as much uh weight as it should. Uh, professionals like to say, well, children are resilient. They'll survive. Well, you know, <laughs> as a human being, you can survive a lot of stuff that's unpleasant that you don't want to go through. And so in a divorce situation, uh, don't let someone tell you not to be concerned for the children. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, being a little more concerned for the children just might help. Right. You know, there's uh, lots of things that you can do as a maybe a separated person or a newly divorced person that's going through the through the different changes. Um, this is a huge change in someone's life, and so it takes a little bit of time to adapt to that change. And there are things that you can do to make things easier for you and for your family. You know, manage your expectations is the number one. You know, you may have an expectation of the way you think it's supposed to go, maybe the way you want to control the situation, but the fact is you've got to manage those expectations. If you're going to have too high of expectations or unrealistic expectations, you're going to find yourself disappointed. And so the thing is minimize your expectations and remain optimistic. Be proactive in making a plan and be flexible, you know, with that plan. So many times it's like, well, if it didn't go my way, you know, or 
well, you know, he, he was 30 minutes late picking up the kids and I had a party I was going to, you know, I never do anything for myself. And here I was late for the party because he was late. And, you know, it's, it's those kinds of things that can ruin what little bit of good you might have going on there. Well, it's such a, a lot of anger, uh, especially early on. There's a lot of anger right under the surface and yeah. you're so easily triggered. It's, it's just right there waiting for, you know, one uh, a misstep, one wrong word. Mm-hmm. And whether you uh, feel like you're at fault for the divorce or the other person is at fault, regardless, here's an opportunity for you to make the decision to be your very best self. Mm-hmm. We're going to manage this uh, new life we have. And we're going to do the very best we can because there's other people involved. Mm-hmm. You know, when it was just the two of you, and I've heard judges say this in divorce cases, they say, especially when children are involved, there was a time when the two of you couldn't keep your hands off of each other and you thought pretty highly of each other and you made children. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to find some of that regard now because yes. you're still sharing parenting duties for these children. Yes. So... Uh, this is an opportunity for you to say, you know what, the past is the past. I'm going to be the best I can. And if that mm-hmm. means biting my tongue, if that means overlooking some things, letting mm-hmm. some things slide, you know, it's just, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything harder than a divorced relationship when it involves children. Mm-hmm. It is such a challenge. Yes, it is. Because it's an evolving situation mm-hmm. as the children grow. And, you know, when you're separated or newly divorced, going through that process, uh, there's a lot of legal aspects to it because you either have anxiety because you haven't been to court yet or you have anxiety because you've just been to court. Things are all new. You're trying to do everything the way you're supposed to do it because you don't want to get in trouble. You know, and there's so many expectations as far as the law is concerned that you've got to follow. And so, you know, you can be flexible within those parameters. We're not saying throw everything out the window that's been court-ordered. What we're saying is be flexible and minimize your expectations, be positive, and the things that you can uh, be flexible on, the things that you can be gracious on, the things that you can extend, you know, common courtesy and respect to your ex-spouse because your children are watching the way you behave. And they pick up on that anger. They pick up on those emotions that are negative. They, they start to feel those emotions and they begin to feel guilty and feel at fault for what's going on between the two parents. And it doesn't matter how old they are. Adult children, you know, feel emotions when their parents get divorced when they're older. And young children, you know, two, three, four years old, they pick up on things whether you realize it or not. Children are very discerning of what is going on. And they pick up on attitudes, they pick up on emotions, and they attach themselves to that. And they begin to start either acting out or uh, feeling, you know, they, they go through all of those feelings too and not, and they don't have the understanding of where they're coming from because they're emotionally immature. So we have to understand that, you know, as a parent, part of our responsibilities is being the parent. And um, that's not always easy, especially when you're hurting. You know, some parents feel like 
parenting is their biggest job, their biggest responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think if you choose to be a parent, you need to do your job. Yep. And you need to sacrifice for those kids. And so what you said, Debbie, is so true. Children are so sensitive yes. to the emotion of the situation. Mm -hmm. And they want to fix it. They want to make it better. They take responsibility for it. What did yeah. I do? How come? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just not fair what they have to go through. They didn't ask to be born. I mean, how many times do children say that? I didn't ask to be born. Well, they really mm -hmm. didn't. You made mm -hmm. the decision to have kids. And now you don't want to do your job? Now you want to be selfish? Now you want to make it all about you? No. You need mm -hmm. to grow up and cowboy up, cowgirl up, man up, whatever you want to call it. But you need to do your job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you are divorced and you have children, uh, life is going to involve those kids from here on out. It's it's not like you get to, okay, you know, they're with the other person. They're the ones that's got them 90% of the time. I'll visit or whatever. But, you know, I'm going on with my life. It's what I want. I didn't ask for the kids. I didn't ask for the divorce. I didn't Whatever the circumstances are, you no longer have your own life. That's what parents need to understand. Divorced, married, whatever your relationship status is, if you have children together, your life is no longer your own. It is to sacrifice for the children that you brought into the world. It doesn't mean that you lay down and become a doormat. You give them everything you want. We're not talking about that. What we're talking about is a selfless kind of love that you have that means I'm going to um, control my anger. I'm going to monitor my emotions. I'm going to put their thoughts and their interests and what's best for them first before I put myself first. It doesn't matter how I feel. I'm going to have to deal with that over here at another time. But as far as my kids are concerned, I've got to be positive. I've got to remain the steadfast, stable person in their life because they've already been shaken by a separation and a divorce, no matter how young they are. And when you continue to operate in that um insecure environment for your kids, they feel it. And that's there's nothing worse than a child that feels insecurity and no stability. And Debbie, when a person hears what you just said and they feel like you're talking to them about them, many times their response is, but what about me? What about my happiness? Don't I deserve to be happy? And I love the current vernacular. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Keep it straight. Are you harming the children? Mm -hmm. That's the question. Is what you're doing harming the children? And if it's a yeah, but, then don't do it. Yeah. And people that just want to say, yeah, but, I mean, if mm -hmm. there's a but in there, you're getting it twisted. Mm -hmm. Don't get it twisted. You know, and don't use the kids as a weapon. You know, I'm going to get back at him or her and I'll hurt her or I'll hurt him. I'll show them, you know, how I, I'm going to just take those kids or I'm going to not give them those kids. Whatever the situation is, you're, you're using your children uh, to process your emotions and that's not a good way to do it. Uh, so remember that the kids are first in that situation. You want to continue to provide stability and security for your kids 
But then we come to, what about me? You know, and there is a what about you. You are finding life all over again in a new way as a single parent, as a, um, you know, a lot of women are going back into the workforce if they weren't working before, even if they were working, now they're finding themselves in a single uh, parent home, carrying most of the financial burden, carrying uh, the, the responsibility of caring for kids that are up all night long sick and then getting up and going to work. Whatever the situation is, they're finding out how life is without that partner in the home. And it's very difficult day in and day out. And yes, there is a what about you. And we want to talk about that in the second half. We're going to talk about what about you as a single parent, as a divorced parent, how do you get over uh, the stresses? How do you get over the hurt? How do you enjoy the holidays again? How do you begin to put your life back together again? It is a lot about your kids, and your kids are very important, and you need to prioritize them, giving them security and stability. But you are important, too, and we don't want to minimize that. We just want you to understand the significance of you know, what your children are going through when there is a breakup in the family. Breakup in the family hurts everyone. Well, there's no escaping it. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, an earthquake. Nobody gets out uh, unscathed. Mm -hmm. Some people get hurt more than others. Yep. Well, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back for the second half where we're discussing divorce, remarriage, and blended families during the holidays. This is a series we're going to be doing over the next few weeks, helping you learn how to cope with the holidays if it's something new for you. Uh, and if you are remarried, being a step-parent, blended families, children coming together in one home, and how you make that work, because there's a lot to it. And you can be successful, and you can be happy, and believe it or not, you can even enjoy the holidays. We've got some tips and some insight for you right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back for the second half. Stay tuned. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that are helping them break the silence. Bob Moore Tires, Back on Your Feet Recovery, Brady Butane, Brady Feed and Fertilizer, Pioneer, and SS Hunting. If you or someone you know has been affected by family violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Menard, or Mason Counties or the surrounding areas, please contact the Haven Hotline line at 325-597-7644. That's 597-7644. Break the silence. Make the call. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Welcome back to the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking about divorce, remarriage, and blended families and the holidays. 
so many changes in our families and in our lives with our children, uh, spouses, extended family, so many things that we need to work out in order to be successful. But we've got some insight for you here in the second half on if you're divorced or if you're separated going through that, newly divorced, we've got some uh, wisdom for you tonight on how to make the best of it and to understand that things usually change. You're not always going to feel lonely and disappointed and, you know, all of those things. I think, you know, we talked about uh, managing your expectations and remaining positive, optimistic. You know, that's really key. But, you know, I think sometimes when parents uh, send their kids off to the other parent's home and then they're at home alone, uh, you begin to start remembering you know, things in your family and, um, you know, don't, don't dwell on things that you can't change. It's great to have memories. Remember correctly. You know, I think sometimes when we get sad, when we get lonely, we forget, you know, some things that, uh, were very key in our memories. And that's why we, we are where we are. Remember those things fondly and, and move on from them, but don't dwell on things that make you, depressed. I mean, I think, but when you're home alone, that is a very real thing that happens. You, you, you know, you just can't help but think or dwell or, you know, you can't sleep at night because you're at home and there's no one else there and you've never been away from your kids before like that. And so it's, it's very different, but you got to do things to make it better. That's part of the planning because being home alone during the holidays is a breeding ground for depression. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about uh, remembering things, divorced couples that have children, there's going to be a time where the children come to mom or dad and say, how did you meet mom? How did you meet dad? Mm-hmm. How did y'all get married? How did y'all have kids? Tell me about what, what, were, what were you attracted? What attracted you to him? What attracted you to her? Where did y'all meet? I mean, all of those things. Kids want to know the story. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to relive it. And do you want it to be a tragedy or do you want it to be a fond memory? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, use our children as an example. You know, Ashley, we met uh, and we fell in love and and it was wonderful and we had this vision. for. I mean, you tell your story from back when it was good. Mm-hmm. And I just encourage people to go right now and think about the last time you had happiness in that relationship mm-hmm. and all of the time leading up to that. Remember those good times. The time after that, between then and now, where it wasn't so good, kind of compartmentalize that and quit dwelling on it. Mm-hmm. And the what ifs and I should have's and I should have known or, you know, those things will just they're like beating yourself with a whip. That's mm-hmm. painful, and you're doing it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I made some notes during break. Um, happy marriages have balance. Yes, There's good balance in it. We take time for ourselves in a happy marriage. Parents take time for themselves. They say, you know what, kids? Mom and dad need a date night. Go mm-hmm. stay with grandma or grandpa. Go stay with some friends. Mm-hmm. We'll get a babysitter. We're getting out of here. We need some alone mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So happy marriages have find balance and they work to find that balance. Well, divorced couples, divorced families can have balance. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you were talking about sacrificing for the children. That doesn't mean uh, giving them more or trying to compensate. Don't get it twisted like we said earlier. Having balance in that new situation. You don't want to badmouth the other parent. It's important for children to love their parents. Yes. To have high opinions of their parents, even mm-hmm. if they're not, if you don't agree with that, mm-hmm. it's good for the children to not hate mom or mm-hmm. dad, to not be angry at mom or dad. There's mm-hmm. got, so strive for balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's very sacrificial. Mm-hmm. It's taking yourself out of first place and saying, you know what, I'm going to find a balance sacrifice for my children Mm -hmm. so that I can do my best at helping them be happy during this time. And and Mm -hmm. what you find in that is as you sacrifice, as you make that sacrifice, as you make that effort, you'll find that it makes you feel better because you're doing something for someone else. Mm -hmm. You're protecting someone else. You're helping Mm -hmm. someone else. You're encouraging someone else. You're going, you're Focusing outward yes. and helping someone. Yes. And it just happens to be your children. Mm-hmm. And in that same way, your ex may be blessed by it as well. Mm-hmm. And that situation can get better. Mm-hmm. You know, um, back to what you said about bad mouthing your ex, you know, that's the worst thing that you can do at any time is say negative things about uh, your ex in front of your children. They need to know that you're you're divorced now you know things didn't work out but it doesn't mean that you don't love them and you know I don't care what anybody says they may not be in love with the person that they were married to but there is a love and a an attachment that they will feel a bond that they will feel with that person forever because they've had children with them. I'm not saying that they're in love with them and that, you know, all of that emotional thing that comes along with it. But what I'm saying is there is a love there from a bond that comes from having children. And you need to remember that you can be pleasant. You can be respectful. You can be honoring. You can be gracious. You can be flexible. You can be loving. You can be kind. You don't have to lay down and be a doormat. You don't have to allow someone to control you or manipulate you or treat you in any way that you do not deserve to be treated. But you can extend a a respect and an honor towards your ex, whether you think they deserve it or not. That's the key. We think that, well... They don't deserve it. They don't even deserve to be that child's parent. They don't even deserve. They don't deserve. You don't know what they deserve, and you don't know what they deal with when you're not around. So, you know, you've got to stop that thinking. You've got to stop going there. You've got to say, you know, I'm going to be the best person that I can be. I'm going to be the best parent I can be, and that means I'm going to have to find a way to get along with my ex for my children's sake. And... There's nothing wrong with boundaries. Boundaries are good. That relationship can remain business like we talked about earlier in the program. But it does need to be cordial. And it does need to be positive. And you can sit down with your ex and you can talk about that. You know, this is not about us anymore. This is about our kids. So what are we going to do to make sure that we do the best thing for our children? Because it's not about us anymore. We're not married. We don't have any issues to resolve anymore. Our issues are about the kids, 
What are we going to do that's best for the kids? And it's the same thing with the holidays. You do what's best for the kids for the holidays. Back to the person, though. I want to I want to go through these things on what you can do as far as uh, being separated or divorced and as the parent. You know, being at home alone, we kind of left it there, being at home alone. Find something to fill your time. If you know your children are going to be gone over a weekend or going to be gone over a week or gone over a holiday, the, the specific day, Remember that it doesn't have to be the day, it's the time you spend together. It's the celebration you have with them. It's not the day that you celebrate, it's the time that you have together that you celebrate. And you've got to get your mind around that. You can't be so, well, if it's not on Christmas Day, then I just didn't have Christmas with my child. Well, you know, you can have Christmas on another day. It's that time that you celebrate together. Your mind has to change. You have to have a different way of thinking for your own self. I think for your own positive mind, you've got to think that way. Or you will make yourself miserable. You just be a miserable person. Well, that's absolutely true. If you know that you're going to have to uh, give up the kids for two weeks Mm -hmm. over a holiday period, you know that ahead of time. Yes. You know that way ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Well, plan. Yep. for that time. It's a great time to volunteer for other agencies Yes, and go and do something that helps your community. It's a great time to go and visit maybe your parents, maybe your sister, maybe mm-hmm. your brother. Uh, it's a great time to help other people out. Mm-hmm. If you're rattling around an empty house and that is usually filled with the laughter of children, then boy, you're going to have a hard time. And memories. Yeah. You know, you're sticking around the memories, which memories are great, but they sure are lonely when you're lonely. And nobody's yes. going to sympathize with you. They've got their own de- yes. things they're yes. dealing with. Yes. And so don't be, don't be that person. Go and do something good for somebody else, mm-hmm. and it'll be good for you. Yep. So instead of dreading, you know, the season, embrace it. Embrace it with a plan. Embrace it with something that you can do for yourself. Things that you always say, I never have time for myself. Now this is your time. This is your break. This is your time for you to be able to do something that you enjoy doing. Um, And being able to do things while your children are out. You know, writing your children letters while they're gone. I encourage you to talk with your ex about you know, going strictly by, okay, this is our time and you're not going to talk to your mom or you're not going to talk to your dad during this time. Or, you know, if the children feel that they need to call or if they need to have connection with that person, I would hope that the other person would never deny a child the fact that they need to call or talk to their parent. And that's the same with a child that lives with a, with a, with a parent um, and has visiting rights with the other, that, that they would not ever say, no, you cannot talk to your parent. Um, this, you remember again, it's about the kids. And so if you are looking for things that you can do to connect with your child while they're gone, send a text, send a letter, send a card, um, you know, find ways that you can stay connected to them that you talk with your ex about ahead of time. And you say, you know, this is going to be a challenge for all of us. Uh, what can we do where I can kind of stay connected with them and you can stay connected with them when you're not with them because we want this to be an easy transition for everyone. And you figure those things out. Every family is unique. Every situation is unique. And so you've got to find out what works for you based on your situation. 
Well, and you're absolutely right. And it's just uh, developing a an approach mm-hmm. that you're not going to be a victim and you're not going to be that bad person. You're going to make it the best you can for everybody else. And in that way, you'll make it the best it can be for you as well. Mm-hmm. And that whole positive attitude, that uh, uh, supportive attitude, that makes the kids feel better. Mm-hmm. But, Mom, you're going to be all alone. Oh, it'll be fine. You'll mm-hmm. have a wonderful time. You can call me. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you that can... is so key, what you just said. You know, kids feel guilty when they have to leave the other parent at yes. home. And so you can make that easier for them by just that response that you had. Oh, you know, I've got so many things I'm going to do, and I'm going to do these things while you're gone. And before you know it, you're going to be back home, and I'm just going to be missing you. But I have got so many good things that I'm going to get done while you're gone. And let them know it's okay. Give them permission to go and have a good time. And don't make them feel guilty if they have a good time. Because that's putting them in the middle again. So you need to get over your guilt, and you need to not put guilt on your child. You need to take this time maybe to just take back the holidays and reclaim them and say, you know, we've had some traditions that have been great as a family. I'm going to build on those. We're going to make new memories, new traditions that we can do now because our family is different. And you can... um, you know, look forward to doing those things. And those are some things that you can do maybe in your alone time that you, when you're not with your kids, is start thinking about some things that you can do uh, to make the season good for everyone. Changes that you're going to make that are positive. You know, my mom and dad got divorced when I was 12. And over the years after that, I'm I'm talking from experience. You know, I I would ask Dad, how'd you and Mom meet? Why'd you marry her? Because you wonder, why'd you get married and then get divorced? What's up? What's up with that? Mm -hmm. They were married 20 years. And he told me one time, and this is probably the best thing he ever said in his life. He said, you know, I chose your mom specifically to marry her. He said, I loved her, but I also knew that we would have beautiful children, smart, intelligent, beautiful children, and that's why I married your mom. And it was just such a wonderful, nice thing to mm-hmm. say. And uh, I just encourage people to speak well of your ex because mm-hmm. they are the other half of the gene pool for yeah. those children. Mm-hmm. And you can bless them or you can curse them. Mm-hmm. And don't curse your children. Yeah. Be positive. Be upbeat. Be encouraging. Mm-hmm. Don't say, oh, I made the biggest mistake marrying that. Don't do that. Yeah, because then that means that they're a mistake. That's right. You know, the kids take that on. So That's such a good catch right there. You know, give yourself some time to grieve. I think a lot of times that what happens is we just let our anger keep festering and festering and festering. You have lost something. A divorce is the death of a relationship. People don't understand that. You've just experienced the death of a relationship. And so you've got to give yourself time to grieve. And sometimes it's, you know, the holidays come right on the heel of something like that. And you're trying to process everything. You've got all these changes going on. But you've got to allow yourself time to grieve. 
And so there are things that you need to do to go through that process. Anger is part of that. You know, sorrow, crying, you know, going through the process of grieving that relationship and being able to work through that so that you can be a healthy, whole person again. And part of the, you know, going through the holidays, everybody has those first holidays after they are divorced. That's the hardest ones. And then you can build from there. But give yourself some time to grieve and to put the guilt and the shame aside, whatever it is, um, and create, you know, a supportive community. Get you a support network around you, family, you know, things that you can do, friends that you can go and do things with when your kids are gone. You know, um, find things that will make you happy. What are the things that make you happy? You know, maybe it's being with friends, maybe it's reading a book, maybe it's catching up on, you know, this, that, and the other. But think of things that will bring joy to your life and try to put things into perspective the best that you can. You're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel sad. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel all of these things. It's okay to work through those and to process them. The problem is when you stay there and you don't go, you don't walk through it. Right. And I I just feel like there's people out there listening right now saying, well, it's easy for you to say, you don't know how it feels. You don't know how much it hurts. You don't know how bad it is. Look, uh, it's hard. Yes. And nobody's denying that. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're hoping to do is encourage you that it can be better. Mm-hmm. You can make it better. A bad situation, you try to make it better mm-hmm. and understand that this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. You've just got to be strong for a period of time and work your way through it and do these positive things that'll make it better. You know, one thought that came to mind, and this is true and all aspects of life, but sadly in our in our uh, world today, there are a lot of divorced people, yeah. and it's been that way for decades. Mm-hmm. So one of the positives of that is there are people who have dealt with divorce and raising children in that situation that are beyond all of that now, and you can talk to them and say, what mistakes did you make? You know, maybe they battled it out in court and used the children as a a tug of war. And, boy, if we had it to do all over again, we wouldn't do that. We'd try to be friends. We would respect one another. Talk to somebody that's been through that difficult time Mm -hmm. and get their perspective now, their hindsight on how they would do it differently. And listen to their wisdom. You Mm -hmm. spoke earlier about wisdom. People that have been through these things mm-hmm. look back and say, man, I just was so angry. I wish I hadn't lashed out. I wish I hadn't mm-hmm. said that. Mm-hmm. You know, life is so long yes. when you have regrets. Mm-hmm. It is so long. So try to not make mistakes. And if mm-hmm. you make mistakes, forgive them. If your ex makes mistakes, forgive those. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean don't have a healthy conversation and talk it out and and get it cleared up. But don't dwell on it and mm-hmm. don't bring it up and don't mm-hmm. make it worse. Make it better. Yeah. You have a choice. Make it worse. Make it better. Always choose to make it better. Yeah. And I think the holidays is uh, the close of a, a year and the new year coming up. It's the most wonderful time of the year and the best time of the year to say, I'm going to forgive. 
Yes. You know, this year I'm going to put everything that happened this year in the past. I'm going to forgive. You may not forget, but you can forgive. You can say those words. I forgive you for this. Um, I forgive myself, you know, for this. And try to process that and walk through that and know that with the new year coming, hang on to hope. There is always hope. There is always hope for the future, uh, the good things that are coming in your life. So you've made mistakes. So you've been divorced. So you've, you know, wish you would have done things differently. But there's hope. You learn from your mistakes. And you learn what to do and what not to do. And the best thing that you can do for your family is to forgive, to walk forward, to be uh, respectful and honorable of the person that you had children with, and to remember that you you still have a life and that your life is going to not always be the way it is right now. Your, your children are going to grow and you're going to move on with your life and maybe there will be somebody else for you as well. But, um, but, you know, you can always hang on to hope. There's always hope for the new year when it comes in that there are going to be great things that are going to happen for you and your family in the new year. You know, I want to encourage everyone listening that uh, you need somebody that you can talk to, mm-hmm. somebody that won't agree with you when you're going off on a rant and want to hurt somebody, but somebody that will let you vent, that will hear your side of it and encourage you, mm-hmm. somebody that can be a positive uh, reflection back to you of what you're saying and hear your heart. Mm-hmm. Get that out. I mean, talking it out. I felt like this. I feel like that. I da, da, da. And just somebody who will let you get it all out mm-hmm. and then tell you, you know what? We love you. You're wonderful. You're great. And mm-hmm. I hope you feel better. Yeah. You know, you need somebody in your life that well, it's a good listener. Do that. Yes. yes, a good listener. Someone that's not going to fix the problem, interject into the problem, tell you how they feel about that person, but allow you to process your feelings by venting it out. Uh, another good way to do that is journaling and writing things down. You may have to burn it when you're done, but you know, writing those feelings out and getting them out is so therapeutic. You've got to get the poison out. It's it's like. Um, the thing that comes to my mind is a ruptured appendix. I don't know why, but you know that there's a poison that gets into your system. And if you don't get the poison out, if you don't surgically remove it, if you don't take it out, then your body becomes toxic. And it's the same thing with our feelings and our emotions and our things that we need to vent, especially in a marriage relationship. It's so, um, so intimate. If we do not process those feelings and we do not get them out and we don't work through that, then uh, we are going to be just a poisonous person, a very bitter person. And you don't want that to happen. So take care of yourself. Maybe while your kids are gone, this is a me time for you to be able to go and do some things that it's good for you. Emotionally, spiritually, physically. Uh, do some things, you know, it's Christmas time. Maybe you don't put a Christmas uh, present under the tree for yourself, but maybe you treat yourself to something that you enjoy going to do. But, you know, let it be something that will lift your spirits and give you hope for the future. Well, it's taking control of your life, taking charge of your life, taking responsibility mm-hmm. might be a better way to say it, taking responsibility for your feelings, yeah. taking responsibility for your happiness, not being 
a victim anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, taking charge and making some decisions and controlling what you can control and doing what you can do. And minimizing those expectations of others because you will find yourself disappointed. (laughs) Uh, People are not always going to operate the way you think they should. And so the the sooner that you, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have healthy expectations of someone. There is a certain expectation you should have of your ex and as their parent. Uh, But unhealthy expectations, wanting things your way, um, probably not a healthy way to look at things. And you probably need to just let that go now. And uh, you'll save yourself a lot of fresh, you know, less frustration going on there for yourself and for others. Um, But, you know, vent those feelings, get them out with someone, write them down in a journal, get all of that, process it, um, go into the new year with hope and forgiveness and a new positive attitude of how you're going to walk this new chapter in your life out and do the very best that you can to be the very best parent you can be through the holiday season and through the upcoming year in 2020. That's right. You know, it's uh, always hard to talk about relationship things because everybody has their own story. And, uh, you know, you can only give so much wisdom and counsel and insight to people. I just encourage you to uh, really do some soul searching and to sit down and write down your thoughts and figure out what is best for your family. Talk with your ex. Have open communication. Make this time a time where you can share and talk with each other about what's best for your family. Uh, You won't ever regret that. You won't ever regret it because one day you'll look back and you'll say, we did what was best for our family. And that is something that you will always take joy in, knowing that you tried to do the very best that you could for your family. You know, Debbie, there's there's options for people. There's professional counseling. There's pastoral counseling. There are people you can talk to. So I just encourage people to do that. Yes. Well, we want to thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours... I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. We're going to see you next week at 6 p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. We're also, if you have Alexa, you can ask Alexa to play KNEL FM, and you can listen to us right there like that. Also on your phone or your tablet, if you have the TuneIn app, you just go and find the TuneIn app on the App Store and download that. It's free. And you can search for KNEL FM and KNEL AM, and you'll be able to listen to our program there as well. So we want to wish everybody a blessed week. Be with us next week as we continue our series on divorce, remarriage, and blended families for the holidays. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Candy Hill 95.3 FM and CandyHillRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm-hmm.